This is a HeadGum Podcast. Now, this is a health and fitness podcast, and uh, we talk about healthy snacks a lot on this show. How could we not? Comes up. You're watching what you eat, you're exercising, you need a healthy snack. And let's be honest, most of these snacks do not taste good. You're taking a hit. You're taking a hit on the taste with these snacks. They don't fill you up. They certainly don't satisfy your cravings. Uh, that's why I'm excited that the sponsor is Monk Pack, because they are making snacks that taste like our favorite sugary treats, but with one gram of sugar or less. That's right. Monk Pack is doing keto granola bars. And let me tell you about them. They contain just one gram of sugar, two to three grams of net carbs, and they're only 140 calories. They're gluten-free, grain-free, plant-based, and non-GMO with no soy, trans fat, sugar alcohols, or artificial colors. You got it, guys. Now, whether you're following a keto lifestyle um, or you're just somebody that's trying to eat better and cut back on their sugar and carbs without sacrificing taste, they're the perfect bar for you. Now, I've done both. I, I, I often watch what I eat. I've also gone hardcore keto, and I need something. I need a, I need a healthy snack every once in a while. Um, I, I still, whether you're following that lifestyle or not, you still have the urge to have a candy bar every here and there. And it's, it just doesn't work with what I was doing. I cannot get away with the candy bar. It's not going to happen. I needed an alternative. So I've been known to wander the aisles of grocery stores, of health food stores. I'm looking for the perfect bar, the perfect snack, maybe one I hadn't tried yet. And, uh, you buy a couple you open them up. It's always a bad sign when you open these things up and they're, you can't even see ingredients in them. It's just like some kind of blob that's, that's filled out the shape of the plastic. And you're like, oh, that's not good. What is this? Some kind of liquid that's hardened over time. And it's now the shape of the plastic. And uh, then you bite into the thing and it tastes, it tastes like plastic. It's like plastic astronaut food or something. You're like, what is this? Is this like, I, can I, refinish my deck with this, or maybe I can insulate my house or it looks like a plastic explosive, you know, like a plastique from these, uh, from these movies where you're, uh, you know, diehard or something. And you're like, wow, is this nutritious for me? Uh, cause it doesn't taste good and it doesn't look good. And the fact that I, I can't recognize any of the ingredients can't be a good sign either. So that's why I was so excited to try Monk Pack Keto Granola Bars. I not, I got a knock on my door one day. I opened it, and this beautiful case was on my doorstep. And I opened this giant case up, well-packaged, good-looking, filled to the brim with Monk Pack Keto Granola Bars. And let me tell you guys, I sampled. I tried. I felt like it's best that I just finish all these things in one day. <laughs> It should have lasted me a couple of weeks. I mean, I couldn't stop. You know, you just start going and you're like, oh, I'm going to try this other flavor. I'm going to try this flavor now. I'm going to combine these two flavors together. And let me just finish them. Let me just finish them up before dinner. And then uh, I'll, I'll hold this one back for after dinner. And guess what? I didn't hold that one back. I ended, I ended up eating that one too. But hey, listen, 140 calories a bar, not that bad. Uh, tons of good flavors, guys. They've got uh, coconut cocoa chip, peanut butter, blueberry almond vanilla, I like the peanut butter. I'm a peanut butter guy, man. Um, almond butter, cocoa chip. Those are really good. You can't go wrong, dudes. There's, they're all delicious. They reminded me of eating a chewy granola bar when I was a kid. Um, I like the texture. They've got a great texture on them. Uh, 
They're, you're not, you're not sacrificing taste when you have these things. And I, I read off the nutrition. Nutrition is good in these suckers, good ingredients. They're perfect for a, a quick breakfast snack between zoom calls. Uh, or you could have it during the zoom call. You just say, Hey, this, this sounds great. That sounds great. Carol, Pete, why don't you keep going on that? I got to tie my shoe real quick. You bend down, you rip open a little, uh, monk pack keto granola bar and you shove that thing in your mouth and you come back up, maybe, maybe turn the camera off, maybe turn it, leave it on. I don't know. Risk it a little bit. They're seeing you finish up that, uh, that keto granola bar, but Hey, guess what? Hunger satisfied. You're less likely to, uh, indulge in some junk afterwards. And, uh, you're supercharged for the rest of that damn meeting. You can have them as a late night treat. Sugar so low. You're not getting a big sugar bomb before you go to bed. It's a home run. Look, they taste incredible. You can't beat the low sugar, uh, low sugar nutrition or taste they provide. And uh, by shopping online, you can avoid another trip to the grocery store by getting your monk pack delivered right to your door. Uh, I like having them shipped to my door. I don't have to wander the aisles. Uh, I know that I'm fully stocked. I'm never without a good treat to have a good healthy treat. I should say to have, and uh, I do the subscription. So I get my favorite flavors. It saves me 10% on every order and they ship them to me automatically. Uh, so getting them delivered to me on a regular basis has been a complete game changer in my effort to eat healthier. Try it for yourself and you'll see. And we have a very special deal for our listeners. Get 20% off your first purchase of any Monk Pack product by visiting monkpack.com and entering our code dumbbells at checkout. And Monk Pack is so confident in their product, it's backed with a 100% satisfaction guarantee. So if you don't like it for any reason, they'll exchange the product or refund your money, whichever you prefer. To get started, just go to monkpack.com. That's M U N K P A C K.com and select any product, then enter the code dumbbells at checkout to save 20% off your purchase. Monk Pack. Delicious, nutritious food you can count on. We thank them for sponsoring the podcast. Uh, this is the Dumbbells Personal Fitness Podcast, where we, except for it's just me, Ryan Stanger, Eugene Cordero, in Canada, shooting Easter Sunday, off to the big times. Uh, we have discussions and answer questions on all things health and fitness. Uh, I got a very special guest co-host today. We'll get to that later. And we are going to use our own working experience and a little bit of bro science. Please keep in mind, we're not doctors, never claim to be, just a couple of dumbbells. Uh, this guest is especially dumb. Uh, <laughs> guest co-host, especially dumb. But guess what? Not as dumb as me. Uh, race to the bottom with my co-host today. Uh, we want to help you with your fitness. Uh, we love our own fitness. And we're going to talk about fitness my co-host today, my good friend, Tony Ramos. Tony, how the hell are you? Oh my gosh. Pleasure to be here. Uh, I'm do all things considered, doing great. Doing great. You got to yeah. preface it with that. Uh, people don't like people to be doing too well. Um, and we also have to be honest. We got to yeah. be honest. You know, it's a weird world out there. And, uh, it is weird to be doing well in this <laughs> scary. I, I'm not saying I'm thriving, but I'm <laughs> I'm good. Yeah, yeah, and I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm I'm exactly the same, exactly the same. 
however you're doing right now is exactly the same as how I'm doing. Nice. Uh, so Tony and I, we know each other. You guys have heard her on the show before. <laughs> Uh, a lot of history. Haven't talked a lot recently. Uh, no, I'll send texts every now and again that are like, you're great. I love your wife. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and yeah. Yeah, I would say I'm not the best at staying in touch. Um, you're maybe not either. But oh, you, no. <laughs> you do feel the impulse of somebody that you did spend a lot of time with. So people for people that don't know, Tony and I performed together uh, for years, 10 plus years, saw each other every week. So uh, it was just multiple this, times a week, multiple times a week. So it's this kind of like forced hangout, which was great, you know, and so you do develop a closeness. And then if you don't have uh, stay in touch instincts, when that stops, <laughs> You just kind of wander out by by yourself into a field somewhere and then don't see anybody or uh, talk to them that much. So, you know, it's weird. But I but I don't I don't feel um, I feel fine. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it doesn't I think with other people, maybe it would be. But it's like, oh, I, I still consider you a good friend and and you're great. And yeah, I think especially us and compared to our group, it'll be like if Tony and Ryan could just chime in at any time <laughs> or it'd be like, it'll all be like, whatever you want to do. <laughs> like yeah. truly no stakes, no communication. And yeah. also, uh, yeah. So we have, um, like a, a text thread with this, uh, we're part of an ensemble, a comedy outfit. I don't know how much resetting I have to do. People may not know. People, you know, might might be cruising by and find this episode, but we're part of a a comedy ensemble that performed together, uh, you know, at various times, six, seven, eight members in the group. And so there would be a text thread and, you know, people would communicate, talk business, talk about shows or logistics or even just jokes or whatever. Uh, Tony and I very absent from any participation <laughs> in that. Except for the occasional yes, or finally, like it would be like, look, we need to plan this, so just yeah. send a Y or an N, you know, and then yeah, <laughs> and that three was three about- weeks later would be like, haha, <laughs> <laughs> like, okay. yeah, yeah, and so that's how I am too, and then I I also feel like I can see people and then not miss a beat and. Uh, and so it's always good when somebody else is like that too, where you don't have to, you don't feel the pressure of, cause you know, some people need a little bit more. That's oh, something sure. I've, I've kind of like, you know, come to in an old, as at an older age, is that like, Oh, this person needs a little more attention. And it's not my natural instinct to do that, but I care about them enough that I will give them that, you know, or I would challenge myself to kind of try to do that more. I also, I, yeah. You know, I also get that it's offensive. <laughs> like I yeah, truly yeah. like get that. It's like, I think in the past years I've been like, oh yeah, that does. Like I see how that sucks <laughs> for, for yes. someone. <laughs> if you're used to a certain level of uh, reciprocity, oh, uh, that's the wrong word uh, with uh, you know, your, how you interface with somebody and you don't get that. Um, you know, I get how that could be a bummer. Uh, but listen, so the episode today, we're going to answer some listener questions. We're going to talk about body types. Um, a lot falls under that umbrella. Uh, I was talking to Tony just off mic on mic off record, uh, before this episode started, before we pushed the record button, I walked Tony through, uh, every step of me hitting record, 
hitting record on the Zoom, hitting backup record. It was thrilling for both of us. Uh, but I was telling her we were, uh, I, I've been thinking a lot about body types because, um, you know, things are opening back up. A lot's been made of this. We've been locked down. I've been looking at myself a lot in the mirror. <laughs> Look at, I, you know, it also kind of came like I caught a picture. Uh, my wife, Nancy, took a picture of something and like I could see my back in the picture and it just didn't didn't quite look quite how I remember myself looking. <laughs> and I thought, wow, have I always looked like that? Um, or, you know, is this just like a little bit of, you know, out of shape because I haven't been able to exercise the same way. Anyway, I I'm sure it's all those things, but it got me thinking about body types and, um, and what, you know, what I kind of envisioned for myself, what I currently have, what my limitations are, what I like, et cetera. I was curious, Tony's thoughts. And I thought it could maybe spin out into a bigger conversation about that in general. Um, but I think, you know, I think people have been looking at themselves a lot and then, you know, either arriving at some level of acceptance or, um, you know, maybe screwing down on some goals or trying to get motivated or whatever. It's also, you know, I've, I've been sc scrolling social media a lot. Um, still bad habit that I haven't broken. Maybe mm -hmm. probably gotten worse since I've been locked down, I would say. Just gonna have more time. Um, so I don't know. Tony, what comes to mind when I throw out body <clears throat> types to you? Whoa, I mean, I got a few questions. What do you mean you caught a picture, a slight picture of your back? Okay, so uh, great question because very confusing and vague <laughs> what I said. <laughs> I mean, I think I get it, but I, I'm yeah. curious how the scope is, is going. Okay, so... Uh, I think that I, I'm trying to remember what the context of the picture was. I don't know. We were like cooking or something and Nancy just snapped a picture bottom half of my body. And then my back just looked like I was just carrying a little bit more weight in my lower back than I thought I had there. Been uh, there. Yeah. And you don't see your lower back that much. I also think that, um, you know, not, not being able to go to a gym, you just don't look in the mirrors as much. Mm -hmm. You know, at the gym, like there's a lot of mirrors around. And so you can kind of see like you get used to how your whole body looks. And so this was a little bit of a I kind of know how my shoulders and chest look from doing zooms and stuff. Sure. <laughs> but um, but like the the back just is like, oh, wow. Is that how it looks all the time? Did I pack a little? Did I pack a couple or, of pounds? Was it, or was it just a weird angle? Was it a weird angle? A lot of variables. And so variables. anyway, yeah. So anyway, that got me thinking about it. I think that um, I've also been doing a lot of uh, stationary bike uh, Peloton stuff. And so I don't know how that's rearranging my body, too. I mean, mm. there's stuff that happens when you're doing, you know, the same kind of exercise a lot over and over again. And maybe I need to start cross training and do some more upright stuff. But um but yeah, that's, that's how this, like the back thing happened. And then, so I was like trying to get like a little hand mirror and then look at my back <laughs> and self. And like, it's like weird, like you hold it up to your face and then you have to find like a floor length mirror. And then you're like, Hmm, that that's, uh, I mean, like I, when I was a little kid, like I looked at my butt in the mirror, you know, or like pulled my butt apart and like looked up my ass in the mirror one time. <laughs> One time and it was when you were a kid? When I was a kid, yeah. I mean, I don't need I to- I do it all the time. <laughs> I'm not joking. <laughs> 
Why I now? I want to see what's going on. Just. I also like tried. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it's I'm hyper. <laughs> Is that maybe I you're feel hyper? Like, well, I'm, I'm saying like why I'm divulging this information when generally I, I would not. But I, I did anal bleaching for like a while and also was just like, maybe it's because I was bored or was like, what can I do to improve? My, what's the easiest thing I can do? Not that that's an improvement or that a lot of people are even seeing it. <laughs> um, and... Uh, yeah, you're yes. definitely getting into a select few that are going to be able to, um, I remember I was going to, so there was a wedding Our our friends, our friends got married and they did like uh, a thing where you drive by it's during COVID you, you drive by and like you wave and maybe it's briefly talk and give it a little. And I was like, you're like, I'm going to pull my ass apart for I this. I truly was like, I'm going to write congratulations. And then their name on my butt. <laughs> oh, wow. And I did like, uh, a little, uh, dry run if you will. And I was like, Maybe I need to, <laughs> maybe I need to like, I don't know how far apart it's going or like all the words that I'm writing is it's gonna, I really got to use all of my butt. And yeah. I was like, maybe I didn't wind, I didn't wind up doing it. And I think it was for the best. It was also like a very sweet, it was somebody's wedding. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I'm going to moon them and do this. And luckily my partner talked me out of it, but then was also like, I need to. Not that that area is crazy, but I was like, hmm, yeah, I'm going to pull my butt out more as an adult. I mean, look, that's that's what comes up. That's what comes up when you when you start like uh, kicking the tires on the old body that you've been given. You know, you start to think like, hmm, you know, is this the best this, uh, you know, late model Toyota Tercel can be? Can I put a fucking soup this up a little bit? Can I put a little fucking uh, spoiler on this thing and some <laughs> fenders? You know, maybe I want to put a sound system in here. I don't know. Uh, you know, look, zeroing in on 100,000 miles. Um, so, yeah. So, I, yeah, no, I totally I totally get that. I mean, I like if I was going to, like, hang my ass out, I'd be thinking, like, you know, how hairy is my ass and what what? what yeah, you know, even like people are pretty forgiving of guys having some hair on their For ass, sure. but it just starts getting you thinking. Um, also, in regards to um, disastrous wedding stuff, <laughs> we, we do have a history with, um, you know, maybe not taking. Uh, <laughs> you do have to be careful because there is funny stuff that you can do and some of it could be great, but some of it can miss. And mm -hmm. sometimes you're just being selfish. <laughs> Yeah, sometimes you're just being selfish. I officiated uh, a, a wedding that went on to be a disastrous union between two people, but <laughs> uh, but the wet we didn't know that going into it, and like officiating the wedding, it, it's a little bit of pressure there because um, it's a fun thing to do, but it's a big ask of somebody because you want to uh, you want to give them the right level of reverence. I now know who you're talking. I thought it was a different. Yeah. Wedding. Mm -hmm. You want to give them the right level of reverence. But if you're like a comedy person, they you, you realize that they did pick you to be somewhat mm -hmm. funny. Uh, so you want to do some jokes in there, but it's got to be the right level of jokes. So you're not just fucking hamming it up for their whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> so it's and you decided to do no jokes, right? <laughs> I decided to do jokes that weren't funny. It was kind of like my... <laughs> 
I was like, you that's how I'm going to hook, yeah. hook into this thing. It's like everybody does funny stuff. We all thought it was going to happen and you you delivered. <laughs> <laughs> wow. No one misses like Stanger. That's good. Um, yeah. So uh, that's that's wild <laughs> on the anal bleaching. I definitely didn't think that this was a direction the show would go today. But, you know, and I'm sorry. I no, I, I, hey, I think it's I think it's relatable. Um what what goes into that? Do you you put like a chemical on there? It's a cream. Yeah, it's a cream that I got from a place in LA that does it and you you have a little brush and uh <laughs> you put it on. Uh I've also done like laser hair. I I've also done laser hair down there. And then and then we'll we'll stop. Fair enough. <laughs> I feel like I'm like f- forcing this like I know. Think I, about my butt. Um, I did, um, I recently started doing tattoo removal for, um, I've got an embarrassing tattoo. Are Embarrass- you serious? Yeah. Embarrassing to me. Nobody seems to be that, as bothered by it as I am. For your one on your arm? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I thought yeah. you had another one. No, no, no. <laughs> I have a, I have a tattooed shading around my asshole that I'm, you know, <laughs> I'm done with. No, uh, it's uh, it's like a tribal tattoo. I got it um, at the peak of all that nonsense. And I got it, you know, essentially to look cool at pool parties. This is a story I've told, you know, before. I had a good run with it. I did look cool at a couple pool parties, you know, had some fun with it. Uh, and then, you know, realized right around the time that Barb Wire came out starring Pamela Anderson and mm. she had like the same tattoo or like a, the version of that. I might have made a mistake. I might have been a little hasty and just picking a, a band off the wall that I would have tattooed on me. Anyways, I kept it uh, for, you know, 30 years or whatever, 20 years. And uh, now I'm finally getting it removed. But, you know, it is... Uh, there's a little intensity, you know, and the the feeling of getting it removed. It's not like it's a uh, completely painless, and it's tons and tons of rounds of sessions that you have to go to. Yeah, um, similar to like hair removal. Like it's not, it's Ooh, not, yeah, it's not one and done. If you're doing the laser hair removal, you got to keep going and going and going. And so, have you done laser hair removal? Uh, no, but just from what I can, yeah. gather from it. Cause I thought this was like, Oh, you just get, I didn't, I knew the tattoo would be multiple, but the laser hair, I thought it was just zapped and done, but there, but there's, I guess it diminishes in thickness each time you have it done and you have to kind of stay on top of it or whatever. <laughs> you got to stay on top. Yeah. <laughs> or stick with it. But anyway, I'm doing this tattoo thing. That was pretty fun. I, I was telling somebody else that like, uh, it is interesting to go to this, uh, office, like a dermatology office. There's a lot of women that work there. They all look like, Who's the, is it Janice, the Muppet from the, the, the Muppet that's in the band? Mm, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> they yes. have a lot of fillers and stuff, and, oh, you know, yeah. and work done on their face. And they're all kind of zeroing in on looking like that Muppet that's in the band. Janice, I think is her name. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, hey, good looking Muppet. Good looking Muppet. Um, but it is, it is interesting too, to want to, I feel like they all look similar. Yeah. Um, uh, but hey, teach their own. Whatever you want to do, if that's if that's what you're going for, then you know, look like that. I, I, in talking about body types, what's so? Where are you at with your own body? Do you are you happy with your body type? So, <clears throat> it's uh, so thinking about this. Actually, yesterday. So, follow me on this long journey. But 
My grandma passed away in December. I absolutely uh, just adore her, love her um, close relationship. And you know how your phone has these like memory things that like come up and it's a montage of of pictures that you've taken. Yeah. Uh, Excuse me. So it was on Drew's phone. uh, And he's like, oh, like, look, like, um, my phone made one of these and it was like me and my grandma and some of the last pictures I have with my grandma. I am very out of shape. Like not, not very out of shape to my, to my own comfort level. I was like, Oh man, (laughs) like some of my last pictures with my grandma or of whatever year that this was like montage put together was like, Oh, like what a bummer of like uh, these memories, all these great pictures I have. And like, I'm just thinking about like, oh, man, that's uh, that's interesting. (laughs) It comes up. I I think, you know, we just Eugene and I just did an episode about acceptance, you know, Mm -hmm. like just accepting, you know, just being a little more forgiving of yourself and all that. And I think all that stuff is great and valid and important. It's an important part of mental health and fitness and your whole journey and everything. But there is something to be said about not that being maybe a little frustrated because you don't feel like you look like yourself, you know? Yes. Yes. It's that's exactly it. Where it's like, I have this image of myself and I'm not, I'm never going to be, you know, 20, nor do I want to be. But like, so, so it's that version of like, am I, do I think I look this way or, or am I like, can I do things to like what I feel like I could be or should be or want to be? Um, but <clears throat> at, at different levels of, of either weight or being in shape or uh, I can wear, you know, you wear weight differently. Like I'm yeah. not a same weight where when I gain weight I did, but I don't look the same because you're, Body yeah, shapes body, different. I know body I'm composition saying, and all that. Yeah, exactly. I'm saying very elementary things. But um, so where am I at right now? I am. Uh, <laughs> pictures with your grandma. It's always where you're like, wow, who's that trucker that wandered into this photo with my grandma? <laughs> yes, oh, it's me. Like, <laughs> Jesus. Whoa. Christ. Yeah. Like what is what is happening? And it's like all these sweet, sweet things that also I should not be concentrated on that. But uh, I was like, whoa. <laughs> um, but so I am still at a goal of like. I want to be. I kind of want to safely get ripped and you can't kind of want to get yeah. ripped. You have to want and dedicate and, and do it. Um, am I happy where I am? Yes. And I will do the same thing that I've always done and, and stand in a mirror naked and be like, I like this about myself. I like this about myself. And I'll do just an appreciation thing of like, I'm so happy I can do all these things. I'm capable of these things. Very grateful sort of things. And I will also lightly be like, hmm, maybe I can tone up these arms. Uh, maybe I can sort of like, uh, I Aaron, I think, said this before, but maybe it was somebody else, uh, but was like, oh, I feel like I'm in shape, but I have like old lady legs, like, which is, uh, you know, 
fine, but for what I'm like, huh, I don't, I don't know what's going on here. I need to, what I need to do to, to tighten. I don't know. I feel crazy. (laughs) Yeah. Well, it's also tricky talking about this stuff because, um, it can be triggering for people to hear, you know, if you hear a conversation with like two relatively younger, younger fit people and they're saying like, I don't like this or whatever. So just for everybody out there listening, we know. Yeah. (laughs) We we get it too. Like I, you know, but I think it's also, it is valid to be able to be honest with yourself and say like you looking at these pictures, that shit is coming up. Now I think the pop-up that you had of like, Hey, this isn't right. Enjoy these moments and memories that you had with your grandma. And you certainly do. But at the same time, you can't ignore the fact that it did bring up something for you the same way that my photo of like, uh, you know, me in the kitchen, you know, I just was at first like, did a Buffalo get into the shot here? <laughs> when I thought that they were gone from these parts. Um, didn't we, didn't, didn't settlers kill all those Buffalo, but I, uh, you know, there's a lot of stuff was coming up and I'm like trying to do the timeline on that. And I was like, is settlers the right term for, it? but um, <laughs> probably not. But, uh, but all, you know, like all that shit, I, in regards to, and you're talking about like casually wanting to get fit. Yeah. I think there's, you know, that's, that has to be a little bit more directed and purposeful because, you know, it's something unnatural that you're going to do for the experience of doing it like that quote unquote getting ripped versus like this kind of, um, uh, intuitive, Hey, I'll just, I'll eat right. And I'll just get in shape. That's one thing. And then there's getting ripped and that's another thing. And both are, both are cool and it is worth it to try, you know, the purposeful, like I'm going to fucking get ripped just to, you know, as an experiment. Yeah. So thank you, because I I think that's why I'm stumbling on my words. I I don't want to trigger anybody and I don't want to seem ungrateful. or I don't want to paint a picture of like, oh, I'm thinking about this about my body. So I must be thinking about that about other people's body when I, when I'm judging yourself, not other people. Yes. And, Mm -hmm. and I, and I will say I do judge myself with a, I try, I try in a positive way, not like, oh, you're so blah, blah, blah. So great. Thank you. I, because it's, it's so hard to, to, to navigate that. Um, when you say natural, like what is my natural? Cause there are times also when I'm just like, it's so much like, Yes. When you see people on Instagram or when you see it, I'm like, good for you. Show it off. Do it like the time and dedication that you have to like do to that. Like it's something that also a big part of me is like, I would rather just hang out and go nuts and just like do whatever. So when you say you're doing something unnatural, right, it's it's the same of like, because you're building a ton of muscle. What, what is like a healthy natural? Is it just like eating healthy and doing like the, the, what the, whoever's in charge of saying you need to exercise 30 minutes a day. Well, yeah, I I think that it's this, you know, there's obviously, um, you know, some level of physical activity, um, that's varied. So, you know, if you're thinking about like, okay, what's best for my joints, what's best for my, uh, cardiovascular system, and what's best uh, for maintaining muscle tone so that, uh, you know, my hormones function the way they should and my bone density is as it should be. Right. So, 
you know, weight bearing exercise on your feet, all that kind of shit. And then on top of that, it's like, okay, based on my, uh, you know, expenditure of energy and calories and my height, my weight, my age and my gender, what's, you know, what's a healthy thing to eat. And then also my mental health. So, so then you kind of intuitively, uh, get on track with all of that. Now, this is like in a perfect world, you know, where you don't have any other hidden pathologies that you're dealing with or eating issues or any of that other stuff. So if all of that, like all things being equal, you operate and do that, your body will look great and you'll be happy and you'll be fit, but you may not look, you know, chiseled, you know, or have Mm -hmm. abs that are visible from every angle to achieve that you have to go into some level of, you know, body hacking to where it's like, okay, I'm going to trick my body a little bit, or I'm going to, I'm going to, you know, work around this fatigue that I'm feeling or this hunger or whatever it is to uh, achieve an end goal of looking a certain way. And so that's what a lot, you know, there's, I think there's select few that are maybe just genetically can get there, but there's also others that, you know, that figure out a way to do it through diet and exercise. And, and I say unnatural in the sense that it's just, it's not them just trusting their, trusting their hum, hunger impulses and doing the exercise that makes them feel good. There's some level of, you know, tinkering that you're doing to where you're, um, you're kind of circumventing nature or what's natural. And I think, I think it is cool. It's like a, it's like a hobby or some kind of experiment that you're doing. And, um, and it, cause it's, I, I don't want to take away or say, you know, natural versus unnatural. I don't mean that as in any kind of pejorative way. I just mean it yeah. as like, you know, what's going to happen. I mean, it's like, you look at like a pro athlete or something. Um, you know, there's men and women that are pros and some of them just are, you could tell are just like naturally ripped. And there's other ones that look amazing. Um, but they don't look like, you know, they may not be showing abs the same way, but they're, they couldn't be in better physical condition. That is another sort of mind fuck. Also, I have a few questions. Yeah. Um, where you go, you assume like, this is what healthy is. This is what like being in shape is. And then I go to a gym and I see these people who would be classified or, or maybe not put in that category kill exercises can outlift outrun can like somebody who like you would I, I bodies are just so amazing and so it's it, it is interesting to see people in different sort of like oh this is your your body and you're capable of so many things but like we're, we're always like thought of like no being in being fit looks like this being strong looks like this being blank yeah. looks like this yeah. and it's like Oh man. You don't know. I mean, that's what was cool about the, you know, those kind of group exercise or small uh training groups to where you can really see like, wow, it doesn't always it doesn't always translate, you know, like all that muscle doesn't mean much if you can't use it, you know, yeah. or this person actually isn't fit, you know. Yeah, sorry you froze for a second. Okay, so I have another thing. Yeah, yeah. How do you do, how do you test your hormones when you said like make sure your home hormones are right? You ha- do you Yo, go ahead. Do you go to a doctor and say, I would like uh, to test my lymph nodes to test? Like, what what am I doing to be like, are my hormones correct? Well, yeah. So you can do two ways. You can go by feeling. So you can research, you know, what 
um, based on your age and demo, uh, or demo, I guess would encompass age based on your demo. What would, if you have healthy hormones, what would that feel like? Um, and so I would say if like you're, if you feel relatively energized and you're able to, you know, exercise and your moods and all that kind of stuff are level, you're probably in good shape. Um, if you, if you notice something or, you know, there's, there's something bugging you that, that doesn't seem to be, can't be fixed by, um, you know, improving sleep or, or diet or whatever, then you may have something going on hormonally. And then you can kind of maybe try to do a little detective work and see if you can, you know, figure that out just based on research and dabbling on, you know, certain foods that can help support healthy hormones. Um, but the, you know, the surefire way to do it is just to get some diagnostic and it doesn't have to be with an endocrinologist or, you know, specialized doctor. You could just, you could just, there's, I mean, there's like quest, there's all these different companies that you can just do, um, you know, at home kits to get your hormones tested and then you send them off and then you'll get the the levels back to you. And depending what? on, go ahead. Is it like a blood test? You can do blood tests or you can do spit test. Um, yeah, there's a couple of different ways. And so, I mean, the best is if you have access to good medical to talk to your GP um, uh, or whoever your doctor is that you meet with the most and say you want to get this done. And they, they'll either be able to do it or refer you to somebody that can. And then you can just like take a look at that stuff. And there's obviously all these specialized doctors that can do it. And, you know, some of those can be really good because they know how to, they know how to look at them more and, and find out what's, you know, like traditional kind of Western medicine, they're maybe not as interested in it as they sh interested in it as they should be. Um, and so there's, you know, these specialty docs that are, you know, in more into longevity and stuff, and they'll be able to tell you how to look at those numbers and what you should be doing. And, um, you know, if you need to get on some kind of level of, uh, hormone replacement therapy or, or whatever, I mean, and there's, and there's stuff you can do supplementation wise, that's pretty powerful. Um, that can maybe kind of support those numbers for you, get them back where they should be. <laughs> uh. <laughs> We're talking stamps.com. Are you still going to the post office? You still paying full price for postage? Well, thanks to stamps.com, you don't got to do that anymore, Bell Babies. That's right. You can mail and ship anytime, anywhere, right from your computer. We're talking letters, we're talking packages, and we're talking about you paying less, a lot less, with discounted rates from the United States Postal Service, UPS, and more. Stamps.com is saving businesses thousands of hours and tons of money every single year. Now, what are they doing exactly? I'll tell you what, they're bringing the services of the United States Postal Service and UPS right to your computer. This is a must have for any business, whether you're small, your little office, you're sending out invoices, maybe you got a side hustle on, on an Etsy shop, you need to ship orders out. Maybe, uh, maybe you got a podcast. I can think of somebody that's got a podcast. <laughs> can you guys think of anybody that's got a podcast? You ever heard of Nick Weiger? He's got a podcast. You've heard of John Gabris. They got podcasts. I want to tell, I want to tell those guys about stamps.com because if they're like me, they got merch to send out. Eugene and I have merch to send out. Um, hey, listen, maybe you just, uh, you're working from home now. Pandemic hit. People are working from home these days. You're staying at home. This is, you're on a hybrid schedule or something. And uh, you can't leave your desk because you got Zoom calls. 
You got a responsibility to your coworkers. You need to be on that phone. You need to be at home being able to, uh, to navigate work. Can't leave the desk. Well, stamps.com is going to help you handle all of this with ease. Can't leave to go to the post office if you're stuck on a Zoom call, but you can use stamps.com. It's no wonder to me why 1 million businesses choose stamps.com for their mailing and shipping. So this is what you got to do. You use your computer to print off official U.S. postage 24-7 for any letter, any package, any class of mail, anywhere you want to send it. Once that mail is ready, you schedule a pickup, you drop it off, and it's that simple. Uh, now, we talked about savings earlier. What kind of savings, you ask? 1%, 2%? Make you save me 5%? No. How about 40% off for post office rates and up to 66 percent off for UPS shipping rates. Not to mention stamps.com is a fraction of the cost of those expensive postage meters. So you are saving time and you're saving money. Now, listen, I love the post office. I like the, I like the people that work there. I'm a big fan of the United States Postal Service. The problem is it just takes time. You know, it's time out of my day driving there, time out of my day waiting in line, Time out of my day, part they don't have a lot of parking spots at those post offices, dudes. It ain't it ain't like a giant Costco where there's 10 million spots. United States Postal Service, their post offices, you know, a couple of spots. They're trying to maximize their real estate. And uh, you know, you always got the guy that pulls up in his big Bentley. Pulls up in his big Bentley, he's taking two or three spots. You got the lady with the giant Humvee, she's taking four spots. They're milling around, they're trying to figure out what stamps they want to buy what stamps rich people buy. And, uh, you know, you're beholden to them and their schedule and their oversized automobiles. You don't want that. If you could do it right from your house, print that postage, get the mailman to pick it up. Boom skis back to work, being more productive. Plus the savings that we talked about. Stamps.com is a no brainer. They're saving you time and money. You got to get with stamps.com. So stop wasting your time going to the post office, and go to stamps.com instead. There's a no risk. And with our promo code dumbbells, you get a special offer that includes a four-week trial plus free postage and a digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. All you got to do is go to stamps.com and click on the microphone at the top of the homepage and type in dumbbells. That's stamps.com promo code dumbbells. Stamps.com. Never go to the post office again. And listen, guys, I mentioned it before. You get that scale. You can maybe, uh, you know, use it for whatever you want. You measure some food on that scale too, right? You're following an eating program. You want to uh, figure out how many grams of protein you're getting in each day. Weigh that food. Not saying you should do that or you have to do that, but you can use that scale for whatever you want. Uh, Why not take advantage? Stamps.com. Check it out. CBD oil. Did I get your attention? Uh, I bet I did. CBD oil. Everybody's talking about it. Everybody wants to use it. Everybody wants to understand it, know what it is, how it can work for them. Unless you've been under a rock the past two or three years, you've heard mention of CBD oil. Hell, my 97-year-old grandma is talking about CBD oil. So is my 18-year-old niece. How's that for range, guys? Talk about two opposite ends of the spectrum. I'm talking about CBD oil. I wanted to try it. 
I was dealing with chronic pain. And from what I've learned about CBD oil isn't about what you feel, it's about what you don't feel. And that's stress, anxiety, or in my case, pain. And feels, our sponsor for today, is a better way to feel better. Feels is a premium CBD that will help keep your head clear and make you feel your best. It's hassle-free and it's delivered directly to your door. Uh, CBD has been proven to naturally reduce stress, anxiety, pain, and sleeplessness. And there's no hangover or addiction. Boom, right there. That's what drew me to CBD oil. And that's why I tried feels because I have chronic pain. The kind of pain that I have is from rheumatoid arthritis. So it's pretty steady. And I didn't want to be on pain pills for the rest of my life. Uh, I didn't like the way they make me feel. I didn't want to be on them for a short amount of time. I didn't want to be on, on them at all. I didn't need, I don't want the hangover. I don't want to feel groggy or foggy or sloggy or any oggy word. Not even froggy guys. <laughs> I wanted to feel humany. I wanted to feel good. Uh, so that's why I, I took the journey with this CBD oil. I used feels and the way it works is you, you put a few drops under your tongue and you feel the difference within minutes. But here's the trick with CBD oil. It's all about finding the right dose. Everyone's dose is different. You got to find what's right for you. It's called the discovery process. Everybody has to go through it with CBD oil and it can be complicated sometimes, but feels is offering a free CBD hotline to help guide your personal experience so that you can find your perfect dose. The Feels customer service team is dedicated to making sure that you get the best use of your CBD oil. That's amazing. So you don't have to, they're taking the guesswork out of it. They're going to help you through this discovery process so that you maximize the benefit of the CBD oil. Huge advantage to it. I, uh, I've been on it. I feel good. I had, I, you guys have heard about my chronic pain issues, debilitating shoulder pain, and, you know, using a combination of things, including CBD oil from feels has helped me feel greatly improved. I'm so glad and truly no hangover. Don't ever feel, you don't feel high from it. Uh, you just, you just feel better. Uh, great, great. Can't say enough great stuff about it. Uh, joining the feels monthly membership makes your self-care easy. You're going to save money on every order and you can pause or cancel anytime. Uh, we got a great deal for you guys. Uh, if you become a member, you're going to get 50% off your first order, guys. You just got to become a member and you're going to get 50% off that first order. That is a huge, huge savings. I want you guys to feel good. So start feeling better with feels. Become a member today by going to feels.com slash dumbbells and you'll get 50% off your first order with free shipping. That's F-E-A-L-S dot com slash dumbbells to become a member and get 50% automatically taken off your first order with free shipping. Feels.com slash dumbbells. Try it. Let me know what you think. I'm excited to hear how you guys do with it. And now back to the show. Yeah. So that, yeah. And you know, here's, here's an interesting thing too. Um, Doubt it. So you know, you look at, you admire people's physiques, right? Uh, and you could hubba, see, hubba. yeah, you could see the hard work that goes into it, but it's kind of like, um, it's kind of like people's bodies. Well, let's, let's look at like art as an analogy. 
you could see that and you'd be like, wow, somebody really did a good job on this painting. It looks so realistic. And then you can look at something else and you're just fucking moved by it. And you don't know what the technique was or why. And so that's why I think people shouldn't be as hard on themselves as they are, because it's like something can fucking turn you on. That isn't, isn't the, the gold standard for what's considered hot or in shape right now. It's like, wow, you can see somebody in the, the way that their body's put together or the level of fitness that they're in, whatever they're doing <laughs> turns you on, you know, and oh it might not gosh. be like the standard, you know, like, oh yes, like the rock or whatever it is, you know, could be I, something. Yeah. And I something live else. for Lizzo's workout videos or when she's like shaking her ass and like, I am like, Oh, what a fucking woman. Like, and she works out a ton and it's just like, yeah, like I, I, I'm not, I'm, I'm saying there's so many, yeah, gamuts of like, oh, it could look like this. It could be this, or you don't know the, the strength of this, but it's, yeah. I mean, I. Taking care of yourself and being confident. Oh my God. I mean, you hear this dumb shit all the time as a kid, you know, to like get you okay with however you look and you're like, yeah, okay. whatever, (laughs) Sure. But it really is true. I mean, when you really think about, you know, your type or like whatever's turned you on in the past in your quiet moments, like what you're not telling people, I don't, I would venture to say that it's not the, the showbiz standard of what's considered like the hottest leading man or leading lady or whatever. It's something else. There's some- 100% or it is yeah. for me, like where, where it's just for like, me too. I, I get that this person is attractive. Like I, yes. but I'm not a, attracted. Like yeah, I, yeah. I understand, I understand the math of <laughs> yes. this, this person, but it just, it doesn't necessarily, I'm not like, Oh, do it for you. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so yeah. And then, you know, and then, so body types. So, you know, as, as I age, you know, I'm listen, I'm like a, I'm a big guy and I maybe had this idea of, uh, what I could get to or how I wanted to look. And I'm just getting to the point where I just kind of know what, what, like what I'm capable of, like what my body is capable of. And it's never going to be a real skinny guy. Not, not even that I wanted to do that, you know, that I wanted to be that if I, I'm trying to think of how I'm, how to communicate, how to articulate this. Um, it's just kind of no, it's just kind of knowing like there's certain weights that I can hit, um, and certain ones I can't, you know, Mm -hmm. I don't know. I always feel like I'm, my body is trying to get me back to being heavier than I, than I am or that what's, what feels comfortable Mm. for me, which is kind of interesting. And so I feel like I am fighting up against nature a little bit. Um, yeah. And I go go ahead. ahead. (laughs) Whoa. (laughs) Good old zoom. Uh huh. Go ahead. Uh, yeah. So, you know, there's, there's some wrestling with that to where it's like, you know, I talked earlier, uh, about, about, you know, natural versus unnatural. Um, and I think maybe if I just let myself eat the way I wanted to eat, it would be, it would be more than what I'm eating now. Um, now because, sorry to interrupt, but because I consider you such a, um, health freak, um, when you're saying, because to me, it's like, I mean, I threw down 
a lot of Mexican food yesterday. <laughs> like every day is a negotiation of like, all right, today's the day, right? And then 12 o'clock rolls around and it's like, I'm starving and I can't have anything in my house. I need to order a bunch. And I also live with that choice and I'm and I'm OK with that choice. It's consciously like I'm doing this and I'm OK and that's that's fine. But when you say like my body wants to eat more, is it like craving protein? Is it craving vegetables? You're not you're not saying like. Oh, like junk food, you're saying like my body naturally just wants more calories than I'm getting it for what I'm doing. <laughs> Uh, well that, well, a couple things that opens up a lot. Um, uh, so my body so yeah, junk food. Sure. I mean, I, I, I limit all that stuff that I can have. I would say now I've been in this fucking for so long that like, it's not really like, I'm never like, um, you know, licking my lips at like a fucking Mars bar. Like, Oh God, I wish I could just fucking Mars rip in, bar. rip into that fucking Mars bar. Uh, my friend has a little English friend. And so, you know, I'm always, <laughs> he's from, he's from England. And so Mars bar, have you been a Mars bar before? Oh, you'd love it stone. Uh, it's so great. Cute. I hope he keeps his accent. Oh yeah. They're moving back, unfortunately, but they'll, they'll keep it for sure. Cause I mean, they're, it's strong. Like I, I was, they were in the room the other day and they were listening to like some like crazy hard rock. And so I said, what, what is this? Where did you guys find this? And the kid was, he's, he told me, I just told Alexa to play uh, a playlist called kick-ass metal. Uh, <laughs> really cute. Um, little nerd. Yeah. So it's never like, I'm, I'm never like, you know, fucking flipping a U-turn and being so <laughs> tempted by a Taco Bell or anything like that. It doesn't I, come up. I got anymore. into a car accident once cause I was going to a sandwich shop and I, Oh no. Was, couldn't. Well, it was kind of their fault too, but I, I like, but anyways, <laughs> uh, wh what did the insurance say? The person changed lanes mm. like I was making an unprotected left, as you do so many times in, in Los Angeles. The guy changed lanes. It's also was in the valley where there's like seven different intersections yeah. that like all go at the same time. Um, yeah. So it was his fault. Uh, he was also playing with the stereo. Uh, but it because it was like on my turn or whatever it, it wound up being my fault, uh, but I certainly wasn't like, I was excited to get the sandwich shop. <laughs> what you sandwich changed. shop? It was, um, it, it's not, it's like a mom and pop. Okay. Like, so you weren't just trying to shield some, I got to get a subway <laughs> subway embarrassment and just call it a I sandwich get, shop. Yeah. Quiznos had their seafood. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, there's seafood uh, special on again. Tony used to eat fucking seafood from like Quiznos, <laughs> and then you get yeah. sick like every three months and be like, "How Absolutely. did this happen?" No, I knew it, and I was back for more. Would would hardly ever eat seafood in general, and then like was like, oh, "This is <laughs> this is shot. This is back. I gotta get it." Oh my god, crazy dude. Uh, anyway, sorry, please. Yeah. So, so with that, like, as far as like the junk food, but uh, you, you know, I mean, that stuff comes up. 
I mean, Mexican food, like I totally get, like, I, I, I love that and going crazy on that, but it's gotta be good. It's gotta be someplace well, yeah. that's good or noteworthy. I, I, it's never like, um, I'm kind of over fast food, um, if that makes sense. But so, yeah. So in regards to junk, I would say now it's just calories. Like I just want to eat more now. So there's also my, my biology, right. That, that wants those calories that I'm abstaining from. And then I've also talked a lot about the show. Uh, I did have some compulsive eating issues and still do to where I will eat far beyond being hungry. That's a separate Mm -hmm. thing to my biology. That's some kind of something baked into me somewhere at some point. I don't know what caused it or how, but, um, and that's gotten a lot better, but I would say, let's just remove that from the equation. I still am probably eating less than biologically I want to. Now, you know, the reason for that is not pure vanity. It's also because I have rheumatoid arthritis. So being a little bit lighter is better for my joints. Um, and, uh, and I, I, and it's, you know, carrying this kind of muscle isn't good from a longevity standpoint with like your IGF one growth factor and all that kind of stuff. You don't want to be, you don't want to be constantly in a state of, um, hypertrophy to where you're building muscle and hitting gains all the time. It'll just, it'll end your life sooner. Um, Whoa. Yeah. What? Yeah. I mean, that's just, just purely from like a longevity standpoint, if you're looking at like how long you want to live. So let's just say that you're constantly in an anabolic state to where you're always putting on muscle and trying to put on muscle Mm. doing, going to the well too much on that. They find statistically will, you know, will shorten your life. Now, that being said, initially there was a lot of thought, um, on CR or calorie restriction to where it's like you limit your calories so much, um, you know, so that you lose a lot of this muscle and that those people are living a longer time. And so they, they've kind of found that that's not necessarily the case that they thought it was before, you know, all this stuff is, these are all observational studies. Um, so it's not like you can draw exact causality of it, but they can get close. And what they've kind of like the prevailing thought now is it's a little bit of a mixture because there's, there's a difference between just a life, uh, a long lifespan and a long health span. So it's like, you want to find that perfect balance of living a long time, but also living a, a healthy long time. And so doing some, you know, having some bouts where you're, you know, in an anabolic state and you're growing and you're putting on muscle, but also, you know, taking a break from that too. So it's kind of finding that balance. Is there a healthy way to get ripped and then slowly kind of back out of that? Yeah. (laughs) Cause it feels like you're, you're putting your body through like of uh, right that that might it, it just seems like extremes but i guess if you do it slowly that it's like like say 10 years <laughs> 50 i'm on the 50 year program i've been working on yeah. <laughs> yeah. right now i'm mentally preparing myself <laughs> but pretty soon i'll start the early planning phases of it. I'm going to throw down this mexican food. I'm yeah. going to get a good base and then I'm going to chisel. Yeah. Let's get this done. So for the next two months, I'll be thinking about it while I'm eating what I want. And then after that, I'll start mostly eating what I want. Uh, But yeah, but we are in November. So we're going to get through the holidays, have a fun new year. 
and then get into like a good fun spring. <laughs> and then summer, I'm going to want to party. But following summer. And I'm going to let myself have that. I'm going to let myself have that. I'm thinking about myself and my, my peers in humanity. <laughs> my friends are going to want me to party. Yeah. I owe that to them. I owe that to them. Uh, no, I, I think you're, t I think you're totally on to something with that. I think it's, yeah, I think it's the bouts, you know, to where you're, um, you know, like these, like, like a, like a wave, you know, like a Delta waves, you know, like you go, you, I think if you keep, you maintain a good baseline level of fitness. So you have always have some level of activity that you're doing. And I think you have your core meals for the most part skewing towards healthy, right? If you look at like a 10 day span, you would say for the most part, I'm eating healthy, you know, over the course of 10 days, um, you know, with some periodic moments to where I don't, or I, you know, maybe don't eat enough or eat too much or whatever it is. Uh, and then you have times where you're like, you know what, for six months or whatever it is, I'm going to put myself through this, the, you know, the rigors of like a, a really healthy, um, sparse diet, and really intense physical activity and just see how that feels. And I think if you're not, as long as you're not doing shit to where you're dehydrating yourself or really starving yourself or that kind of shit, I think you'd be, it'd be good for you because um, I, I think all that stuff is good for mitochondrial health and then um, autophagy, like cellular die off. You know, there's certain shit that you can do that promotes that. And that's a necessary part of, you know, your overall health, like that shit. You need to shed that shit out and then make new stuff. Um, and if you don't have a trainer, how, how are you coming up with this? Like, I don't want to say concoction, but how are, how are you coming up with this? Like, then don't say, <laughs> I don't want to say, uh, <laughs> Huge titties, but um, <laughs> how are you coming uh, up with this huge titty of a workout? <laughs> like, how are you coming up with w what you said of like, well, now this six months, I need to have a calorie. I don't think you said deficit, but I need to then train this much and do this. Or do you need to have an expert that does that? Or is there a place that you could go that's like, I'm this age, I have this goal weight, I and it can plug in like your carbs, your protein, your what have you. I, I think Does that make I, sense? It totally makes sense. And you know, the there's never that definitive resource that we all want, you know? And that's what's really frustrating about health and fitness is that you know, it's a lot of, a lot of trial and error, a lot of personal experience, a lot of I, who knows, yeah. you know, and then a lot of fads. And then also a lot of people just trying to make money. And so, you know, you have to be, uh, you have to do your due diligence on that. But, you know, obviously if you had the resources to meet with a great trainer, um, it's a, it's an amazing resource because if it is somebody that, uh, you know, has, has done the school for that, is maintaining their, uh, their education. Um, you know, they're doing like their CECs or their continuing education credit to keep their credentials and also is seeing a lot of people They're They're great because they're like, Oh yeah, I I've trained somebody that's very similar to you. And this is what we did. Um, you know, they get, they get a, like a, uh, a wide swath of, um, 
the uh, population. And so they're able to kind of troubleshoot in that respect. Um, and then as far, you know, online research, all that kind of shit, you know, looking into books and all that stuff, my fitness pal app. Um, what? Looking into books is just a very funny <laughs> response. Yeah. Look in a book. I don't know. Uh, but I know, I, I know what you want. You know, it's just, it would be awesome to have this thing of like, Hey, this, okay. What do you want? This is what you need to do. Here's exactly mm-hmm. what it looks like. Do it or don't. Uh, I don't think that there's that out there, unfortunately. Sure. And when you're looking for a trainer, what type of um, accreditations should one be looking for? Well, I mean, so Aaron, Aaron um, McGowan, who guest co-hosts on the show a lot, she just went through all her certifications and she did National Academy of Sports Medicine, NASM. That's a good one. They don't they don't hand those out like you got to do some work to get that. And they also, you know, if they're if it's active for them, they'll maintain their, their continuing education. So they're continuing to learn shit that's going on. Like in order to keep that certification, you have to continue to take classes. I feel like I'm saying continue a lot. <laughs> I mean, we're, to, we're looking at maybe 40 times in the last 14 seconds, two seconds, two seconds. Yeah. Uh, so you know that they're, they're staying up on the cutting edge kind of research and science and all that kind of shit. But uh, you know, there's also people that have done, uh, that have the degrees in that. Um, so exercise physiology is always kind of a cool one because it's, it's beyond just the mechanics. They're looking, you know, inside at the, uh, you know, the, the chemicals and all that kind of shit. Um, and yeah, so that, uh, and then also, you know, some of the more traditional, some, some RDs registered dietitians are pretty good. Some of them are not, um, it, it just depends. I mean, it's kind of just, it's, you know, so much of this shit, again, it's just going to come down to me saying like, look at the internet. <laughs> sure. I, yeah. I wasn't I would, sure if there was a certain. Yeah, like, no, you're, you, there, there are some, but I would say, um, you know, the best is if, uh, if you could talk, so say, okay, well, let's phrase it this way. If you're looking to hire a trainer or an online coach, uh, I would see if you can find out, uh, if they have any, um, uh, what's it called references. And (laughs) (laughs) I wanted to say resources. I was on the right track with the RE, uh, just the second part of that word left my brain. Um, but I would look, I, I would actually do my homework on their references and reach out to the people and see how their experience was. Because that's that's the best way to do it. I mean, you got to talk to somebody that's that's worked with that person before, and I I would also say you can't be afraid to fire somebody if it's not if it's not what Ooh, you want, yeah. or if it's not going well. You don't owe anything to them. I mean, you're you're paying them for a service, and it's either right or it's not. Um, uh, I'm your coach. I'm doing a bad job. Uh, fire me. Yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> you're fired. What? <laughs> I mean. Let's, I'm going to re-up for another two years. <laughs> <laughs> I'll keep paying you and not doing the stuff you're telling me to do and then actually be worse for it. <laughs> no, I, I, yeah, I think it's, I, that's also, you know, interesting about the online stuff now is a lot easier to do it online, to, to send, <laughs> send somebody a fucking email, you know? Yeah. But I mean, that's, that's another thing to factor in. And, you know, I, I, I would say be discerning in that first session. They should be talking to you a lot about your specific goals and asking you a lot of questions 
uh, early on and not be in a big hurry to put you through a workout before they know anything about you at all. It's uh, usually a bad sign. Because, you know, I think there is a little razzle-dazzle with putting somebody through like a really hard throw-up workout, you know. But if you don't know anything about that person, that's, I I would say that's not, that's not a good sign. Yeah. What what should they be asking you? Like, how do you feel? What are your... Yeah, I think they should, you know, injuries and limitations and then also Mm. really specific goals. Like they should be getting to the bottom of what you want out of this. And determining then if it's a good fit or not. Um, so, you know, I know early on when I was working with people, that was a, like an important lesson that I learned was I may not be the right trainer for them. And so I don't want to take their money or, or start this if I know that they'd be better paired with somebody else or if their goals weren't in line with what I was good at doing. Um, so I think that's always that would be something that I would look for is a lot of, you know, a lot of, um, interest in what their long-term goals are and what they, what they want out of the training session. If your trainer is asking you those kind of questions, that's a good sign. But then, you know, the workout's got to start too. It shouldn't just be, uh, two years of, uh, fact finding, you know what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) All right. Almost done. We're going to work out soon, but almost done. Uh, what do you, what do you like? What do you, what do you like? What would you say that you were your strong suit as a trainer was? Oh, just a good hang. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I believe that. Yeah, that's it. No, I think you did a lot of good work. Uh, I mean, I, I honestly just people showed up, you know, I mean, that was. <laughs> Keeps them coming back. Keeps them coming back. Okay. Fuck okay. Well, I mean, there you go. Great. I mean, it was like crazy, though, dude. I can't even say all the shit because it was just, it's a different world we live in now. (laughs) (laughs) What? Just, yeah, but just, I don't know, like what, uh, just the, the fucking craziness, uh, you know, like uh, it was just, (laughs) (laughs) I have no idea what direction, what a mess, you know, (laughs) just a mess. Anyway, it was a good times, but, um, yeah, I'll off mic. I'll, uh, nothing, I mean, nothing, nothing illegal or anything, but just, uh, you know. Okay. (laughs) Hey, I I get to hear. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? Uh, so I don't know. Body type. Have you reconciled with your body type? What what would you say your body type is? Okay. So this is good. Let's talk about this. So are you talking about like the three types, like exo, endo, or meso? Yeah. Exo, endo, meso. Yeah, I mean that's fine. So that you know that would be one person that tends to be on the lean side, one person that tends to be on the more medium build, uh, kind of muscular side, athletic ish, and then one person that tends to be bigger, um, and you know, and can more easily put on weight, um, side. So it's like mm. if you look at it as three, but it's not perfect. I mean, there's, you know, because a lot of times people will say I'm a little bit of both or two yeah. of these or whatever, um. But I'm just saying like your, you know, what, how you would define it and what you think it is. Huh. I, I wish I knew. I don't, I don't think I know. I, I, I don't think I am on like 
the lean side necessarily because I know maybe because I know some friends who are just like, oh, wow, you are like haven't worked out a day in your life and you just look like you just have so you have a lot of muscle and you're very lean. Right. Um, I don't think I necessarily I, I don't know. This is a boring answer, I guess. I don't know. Do you know? I feel like, you know, what your body type is or my yeah. own body type. Yeah. Do you know my body type? No, I, I, I like, I think it's, that's tough to, um, I, you seem pretty athletic you think in to me. 10 years, right? I, I think so. I think like it takes a while. I mean, I have put on weight before, but I think it takes a while of like really going like, <laughs> yeah, going ham to do it. Not that it's not like challenging or, or maybe because I've always been in sports or grew up doing sports that it, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I would say athletic. I wouldn't describe you as r like a coat hanger rail thin, but I would oh, say gosh, no. athletic muscular, um, would be my description for your body type. Yeah. And that's what your like resting body type is, right? I think so. Yeah. Not I, like, like you're okay. I I'm at this point in the conversation or in what I was asking, I wasn't, I wasn't looking for any kind of like medical thing. It's just more. Mm, okay. Yeah. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> no, 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 no. You know, it's fine. I mean, but look, I think it is, it's a weird discussion to have with yourself. Um, and that's why I thought it would be good for the show because it's like, what the fuck? What, what is it? Like, what, what do I think I am? What am I naturally? What am I, what do I think is possible for myself? I mean, that's, yes. that's kind of like with, with my age, I've kind of come to the, to come to grips with like, well, shit, that just ain't, that's just not going to happen. Like I, I can't cut into my hip bones or whatever, you know? Yeah. yeah. So, so put, put in that way, I think, yes, athletic. I, uh, but I, I grew, I was always an athlete. I mean, I, I definitely had like, um, I, I also was like a chubby kid. And I think when you're a chubby kid, you're always a chubby kid. Yeah, I was too. In, in your head. So you, th th that's always just a thing that's like there and and maybe not dictates, but is <clears throat> definitely has a, a, a sway in, in things. Looms large um, in your universe. Yeah, it's, it's definitely there. Um, so, yeah, I think I am athletic. I love doing sports. I think I take naturally to a lot of like things. If I like jump into a gym or, or a sport or, uh, something like that, but that could be through my training, not necessarily your know. natural abilities, my natural abilities. I also might be over, uh, uh, talking, I might be really talking myself up here. <laughs> Sometimes I do that where I'm like, oh yeah, I got, and then I'm like, <laughs> but just like, I got this, to... no problem. And then just face down in the parking lot. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, yeah. I think that like, uh, I, I, I was thinking about it with my mom and my dad and my dad, my dad's a good sized guy. Uh, he's heavier than I am. We're maybe about the same height or used to be the same height. I'm taller now. Um, and my mom is really lean, uh, like buff, um, buff, like arms, like arm separation. And, and so, uh, and then my dad, 
um, lifted weights through his whole life and at times would be in shape or less shape. And so I am kind of a true mixture of both of them because I, ha- I have some size like my dad, but I probably tend to be, you know, a little more muscular looking like my mom in that respect, mm-hmm. but maybe not as lean as her. Um, but I don't, you know, and it's interesting to think of like, you know, we talk about genetics and what you pick up genetics. I also genetically, I also wonder too, with, you know, some people that are, that are always ripped, you know, uh, some people that are always ripped, uh, sorry, my, my wife literally came in here and just, uh, whispered the name of our son who's done with school right now, but he's going to a friend's house today and she doesn't know. (laughs) She came in with like, with a horrified look on her face and said, stone, like with her (laughs) arms open. It was very funny. Um, You looked so terrified. (laughs) Oh my God. I want to keep that clip forever. Please watch it back. I Note the time. Watch it back. I will. I think I have, um, I think I am recording this on video too, but, um, but it's Mm. the level of like, people know this from being like at home with their spouses for a long time. Uh, the level of like panic, that she goes through every day is um, <laughs> pretty interesting to me. It's an interesting existence. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's an interesting existence. The level of constant panic my wife is in. Uh, oh, but anyway, he's fine. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was like out of a fucking pirate ghost movie or something. Um, God, I totally lost my train of thought. Genetics? Were we talking about genetics or something? Or uh, uh, just you're a mixture of your parents? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I guess it wasn't. I mean, it was, it was a nice break because who gives a shit? Um, <laughs> but yeah, I think I think like looking into you know one's genetics, you know, and that's not to say that you should feel. Um, that you should feel strapped to that too. I think you can, you can break out of that kind of shit too. Oh, you know what I was going to say was the people that are really fit naturally kind of fit looking. Mm -hmm. I wonder, I wonder how much they're, so they get this empirical evidence. They'll, they'll tell you. So people that are really ripped will tell you like, I can eat whatever I want. I don't put on an ounce and they Mm -hmm. tell, they talk about it all the time. They say it over and over and over again. And usually while you're both eating while while you're eating, (laughs) I can eat whatever I want. I don't put on an ounce. I'm sure at some point that was actually biologically true. And they got empirical data that supported that. And then they continue to say it. And I wonder how much of it's all just, maintained by their positivity and them truly believing that. Whoa. I don't know. You think? I think it could be a part of it because I've certainly been prisoner to saying to myself, nothing works. And then nothing does work. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I'm doing all this stuff and like nothing works versus like saying, you know what? Self-filling prophecies. Yeah. 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 And so listen, I don't think it's, a hundred percent. No, I'm going to try it. <laughs> but I, I do think it is worth looking into. I think there are some people that do, you know, they're, they're, 
age does catch up with them. <laughs> so it's not a perfect thing to where it's like, right? I can eat it whatever I want. To. And then all of a sudden they, they can't, and then they have to deal with that. But they're also, there is something too about, you know, believing that what you're doing is going to work and being confident in that. Um, yeah. So I don't know, something to think about. Let's, let's end this. Uh, who, what's an unlikely, um, body type that you're attracted to? Whoa. <laughs> what's an unlikely body type that I'm attracted to? Oh, let, let me, um, that's a, that's a tricky question. And this is going to bring that up a bunch feels of, like I'm going to get in trouble. Yeah. A bunch of triggering stuff. So let me, I'll, I'll, I'll throw a few things out there and then you can decide if you want to participate or not. I'll okay. say, okay. So, um, so just watching, like, I like watching movies from the seventies and then I'll see like the leading men in those movies and they're like in seventies shape. And, um, I'm surprised at how good I think that looks. Um, mm. and it's even better. Like, uh, to me, it even looks better than like whatever, you know, Zach Efron did to get in shape for Baywatch or something, which yeah. is truly impressive. And it's not any judgment against him, um, or, 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 or that kind of body. But to me, it just looks like I just see the science lab in there more than I see like the human form. Yeah. And so it's just like, I don't know, you look at like, I don't know. Burt Reynolds or something? Yeah, Burt Reynolds is a great example or yeah. Jimmy Kahn or I don't know, Robert Mitchum when he was in shape. Like any of those guys, you know, Sean Connery. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and, and when you watch it, you don't see them and you're like, they, they don't look fucking ripped or anything, but they look good. They look in shape and like they can handle themselves. For uh, sure. I think that's really sexy. Um, I, like, uh, I like the Rubenesque women from like those uh medieval paintings or or no renaissance a, yeah the renaissance yeah a men i see these like yes i i would agree yeah so that looks that looks like that looks great to me like i'm like oh god damn that's fucking sexy <laughs> very feminine really very sexy. wow you yeah. get you really get horny from these I don't know if I get like fucking. Okay, that was yeah. I mean, you get really. It's a it's a turn on. It's very it's a turn on. Yeah, well, horny's fine. Well, I'll say I'll say I don't give a fucking shit. (laughs) You talked about anal bleaching. I can say I get horny Uh. from (laughs) Renaissance paintings. Say whatever you want. Yeah. Um. Ooh. Okay. Um. Let me think. But I'm saying that, like, to me, there's a there's something primal that happens in me more so than if I look at like F A H F H F H F M or stuff. Matt, what were those magazines that like guys, guys magazines that had just like, Oh, I don't know. Just like babes on them or something. Yeah. <laughs> God, these are for guys. Guys love this. <laughs> and it's just some like skinny girl on there. That's airbrushed or something. I don't right. know. It wasn't, it wasn't doing, didn't feel real to me. Yeah. Yeah. I guess that's kind of like the, uh, the, the interest in the dad bod and all that stuff too. (laughs) Right. Yeah. People started throwing that around or did some guy just make that up? Girls are into dad bods. There's a new thing. Girls like dad bods. (laughs) That's popular. You know, you know, women, you know, uh, uh, straight women. They love dad bods. (laughs) Another. (laughs) Another terrifying text. 
Uh, yeah. Uh, let's see. <laughs> it's this, it's from Nancy, and it says, "Okay, sorry." And then the response to that is, "My hair dropped." H e a r. Heart. I think she meant to say heart dropped. Oh, she was worried. I truly it's, was like, I will never solve this riddle. Yeah, uh, she was worried. It's fair. Uh, of but, course. But back to this ad, this advertising guy. Women love dad bods. <laughs> I'm actually more sexy because I don't take care of myself. Because women, uh, yeah, actually, um, women um, are horny. Um, for, actually, <laughs> women are horny because they sit around all day. That's what they're horny for. Because I remind them of daddy. They're disgusted by Brad Pitt, and they love me for sitting around all day. Women are fucking disgusted by that. <laughs> but because I've been on the computer all day, they love me for that. That's the reality of it. <laughs> I fucking eat whatever I want, and women are horny for it. <laughs> look at look at the look at Chrissy Teigen tweeted about it. Women love cheetah fingers. <laughs> they love the fact that I'm eating, licking the cheeto dust off my fingers. I saw a tweet from Hillary Duff about it. Dad bod, sexy. I'm on the right track. I drink sugary sodas. And I'm, I'm sexy. <laughs> Good for that guy. Thank you. <laughs> I'm a heartthrob. Who, <laughs> me? I'm a heartthrob. Ryan Stanger said I got a dad bod and he loves it. Ryan Stanger said dad bods are in. I knew it. I'm on the right track. I, I could think myself then. He told me that a thin person did think about being thin all day. That's my plan. Tony loves Mexican food. It's true. <laughs> she well. put a bunch away yesterday, she said. <laughs> she went crazy on it yesterday. Well, back to my cookie soup. <laughs> I brush my teeth with frosting. Women love rotted dental work. <laughs> rotted dental work? What does that mean? I don't know. <laughs> you made him say something better than you called him out. I'm not bad. Hey, I got it. You know, we're You're right. Yeah. Uh, well, listen, we should, um, we should end this. Um, <laughs> I've taken too much of your time. Uh, we didn't get to any questions. Anybody felt like we had, you know what? We had the listeners right with us all the way through. <laughs> we were definitely worried about judgment and, um, I mean, yeah, truly terrified to say anything. Well, I mean, cause it's like, I, I, so whatever, if anybody was bothered by anything that came up today, I so relate <laughs> and totally get it. It's a tricky mm -hmm. subject to talk about, uh, because it's, it, you know, it should be, it, you know, at the end of the day, it is about acceptance. Like whatever your body type is, is about acceptance. And then, and then making it the best for you. Like you, however you can get this body to work for you and do what you want it to do. That's the goal. 
And uh, yeah, so anyway, I totally get it. Tony, uh, a true delight uh, to overuse podcasting closings. You know, a lot of people talk about people being delights in podcasting a lot, but hey, it's the reality of it. You really were, you're the perfect co-host to have for this uh, discussion. It was great to catch up. Do you have anything you'd like to plug? Uh, no, uh, just a golden arm. If you, if you haven't seen it, Eugene, Betsy Sidaro, Mary, I'm sure we talked about it. Matt Newell. Uh, it's so great. Yes. I watched it. I can't remember if Eugene and I talked about it on the show or not. We may, we may not have talked about it, but we'll have to get maybe all of them on to do a little. <gasps> what uh, a delight. Yeah. Cause, uh, I know Mary did some working out for it and like her arm looked ripped. She had to have the golden I- arm. And she I got would it. love for you to have Mary on, uh, Mary on to talk about uh, her, her workout routine, if that was uh, a thing. But absolutely, you, you can rent the movie. It's um, it's the perfect feel good summer sports movie. You'll love it. And Betsy and Mary are so funny in it. I mean, uh, absolutely, so great. <laughs> Dict- so great. I I had to text. Betsy about the dicktails part when she does like dick, yeah and then does the song I was like I can't fucking believe this is in a movie oh it's man delightful. It was so funny anyway yeah so that's a great that's a great plug watch that find Tony on social media mm-hmm. bugger Tony you mentioned about uh, <laughs> <laughs> you got a special fan out there uh, yes and so on behalf of myself Tony Charlene Ramos Eugene Cordero, wherever the hell he is. Uh, We are the Dumbbells, and we like to remind everybody that's out there listening to train dirty, eat clean, and live in between. I'm definitely living in between. (laughs) That was a HeadGum Podcast.